The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever, interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Has anybody been to a gallery reading before? Okay, a lot of people, so a couple have. So a gallery reading is, is exactly that. This is a group reading. Now, Archangels and Ascended Masters, that's who we're here to talk about tonight. So each one of us has a guardian angel, of course, sometimes more than one. We all have an archangel as well, sometimes more than one. And these archangels and our guardian angels are with us from birth to death. And we can also call in any others that we want to, that we want to work with. And let's see, the archangels, they are not the highest spiritual beings, nor are they the lowest. They're somewhere in the middle. The archangels have to do very much with human concerns. So some of the other angelic realms have to do with universal uh, earthly type matters, more global type of things. But archangels are all about the human world and our human existence, but they've never been human with the exception of two. So depending on who you ask, there are about 15 to 17 archangels. And there, some of them are, are folks you would know, like Michael, Raphael, Gabriel. Um, let's see, those are probably the most common ones, but there's also Jeremiah, Haniel, there is Raguel, there's Uriel. There are many, many. There's also two archangels that have kind of funny names, Metatron and Sandalphon. Now they have funny names because those are the only archangels who have ever been human. So Archangel Metatron was Enoch in the Bible. And I know some of us know about the, the book of Enoch. Enoch was a scribe in the service of the Pharaoh. He kept such meticulous records that God didn't know what else to do with him when he passed over. So he said, well, you've lived a perfect life. Let's make you an archangel. So Archangel Haniel took him up to, um, up to heaven and gave him this funny archangel name. And then there is Archangel Sandalphon, who is Metatron's brother. And Archangel Sandalphon was the prophet Elijah in the Bible. 
And same story, he lived such an exemplary life that he was elevated to archangel status when he crossed over. So he became Sandalphon. Each one of the archangels has their own job that they do. And some of them we know, like Raphael is the healer. Um, right? Michael is kind of the go-to for everything because Michael is the head of the archangels. And if you don't know who to ask for, you don't know who to talk to, Michael will be on it. And he literally, every time he shows up for me, he's got his sword and he goes, I'm on it. And he really is. So Archangel Michael has fixed my car. He's fixed my plumbing. He's got me out of tickets. And uh, he's just kind of an... <laughs> <laughs> kind of a kind of an all-around, you know, whatever you need, handyman type. But if you don't know who to, to ask for, just ask for Michael. And then there's like Haniel who oversees the moon cycles and oversees grace and pulling people into our lives that we resonate with. There's Jophiel who is beauty. So they all have their jobs that they do. They all have colors that they resonate with as well. Michael's blue. Uh, Jophiel is yellow. Um, Raphael is green, etc., etc. Because colors have a very important place in the metaphysical world, and they have their own vibrations and frequencies as well, and the archangels resonate with them. So any questions so far about archangels? No? Okay. And then we have the Ascended Masters. So the Ascended Masters, we've all heard of many of them. Jesus and Quan Yin, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, Buddha, um, but also Apollo and uh, Neptune, Diana. So the ascended masters are, they're not angels. And many of them have been human, but many have not. For example, Yogananda was, is a, was human and now is an ascended master. Um, Babaji, Serapis Bay, these have been human before. Saint-Germain, who is not really a saint, but he's an ascended master. So the ascended masters are beings who are in service to humans. They've raised in status to where they can help everybody, right? So they're not tied to particular humans. But we can call them in if we want to. Anybody we want to work with, we can. We just have to ask. And again, they all have their own things that they do. Uh, Yogananda is peace. Serapis Bay is kicking our butts. He helps us get on regimes and do healthy, healthy things for our bodies. Yogananda is about also about just like stretching ourselves, our bodies, and our minds. So the Ascended Masters also have their jobs that they do. But again, we can call on anybody we want to, just because they're not necessarily assigned to us from birth to death. If there's somebody that you want to work with in particular, or you just need help with something, and you know that that particular Ascended Master or Archangel does that, you can certainly ask for their help. And it's just as easy as saying, Hey, Vesta. I need some help pulling things together for dinner tonight. And it's just, we can just talk to them, right? We can do invocations to them if we want to. We can set things out for them, little gifts and things. We can light candles to them, whatever feels right. Now, I have a book that I usually bring with me to these type of events, but I, for some reason I couldn't find it today. That's okay. It's Doreen Virtue, Archangels and Ascended Masters. And literally, this is the Bible on Archangels, Archangels and Ascended Masters. The book outlines, um, there's a chapter on each one of these beings, tells you who they are, what they do, what their origin is, what their backstory is, how to invoke them. But unfortunately, the book is out of print. Because Doreen Virtue, many of you have heard of her, 
she had a kind of a rebirth. She was, she had went through this Christian awakening, I should say. She was always Christian, but now she's just become much more devout and has renounced all of the work she did with archangels, with ascended masters. Um, and that's, that's her choice. That's her journey. And that's fine. So you can still find the book occasionally, like on Amazon, um, existing copies will be, be for sale, but I, if you can find one, I highly recommend it. And then I also can recommend Doreen Virtue's cards. So this is Ascended Masters deck. And then the, uh, actually this is Angel Therapy. Uh, shoot. I've also got an Archangel deck. That's okay. So she has Archangels, Ascended Masters. She's got lots of decks, in fact. So these decks are, they're Oracle cards. They're very helpful. I don't do tarot myself. Any, anybody does tarot here? A couple, a couple, right? Sort of, right? I mean, I, yeah, tarot is, tarot is great. It can, we can get a lot of information out of tarot, but I, I just don't do it. But oracle cards are wonderful because they will come up with uh, a being and a message, and then I use my own intuition and turn that on and kind of read between the lines and see what additional messages come. So just a few words about what I do. I've been intuitive all my life. There is a story that when I was a baby, my dad was in college, and he put himself through college by doing all kinds of odd jobs, one of which was he was a night watchman at Southeast High School in Kansas City, Missouri. It's one of these big three-story, like, 1920s huge high schools, and he was a night watchman. So he'd bring me along, set up my playpen, give me some toys, and he'd sit down and study while I usually slept. My mom was, uh, she was an x-ray technician at a hospital, so she worked nights anyway. So sometimes I'd go with my dad to work. So we're sitting in this huge, empty high school. My dad's studying. I'm in my playpen. And he says, I stood up. And I started waving. And I said, hi, Mr. Man. He said he quit the next day. <laughs> my dad is fascinated by this stuff, and it freaks him out. <laughs> and then I saw uh, another ghost that I vividly recall when I was about nine at my cousin's house, and that house was notoriously haunted. My cousins, of course, didn't, they, they knew it, but they didn't really talk about it because they were really religious and didn't really believe that stuff. But, I mean, I've, I've seen these things. I've known these things. I felt these things all my life. It was just kind of a natural thing. But growing up in Overland Park, Kansas, if any of you know that very suburban part of Kansas City, I quickly learned that that's not something you talk about. You don't talk about what you're seeing and these weird things that you're believing. So that's okay. I went underground. But, <laughs> but all my life, I've been intuitive in the sense of I just knew things. And my parents would even ask me some questions, and I'd be like, why are you asking me? I'm just a kid. And they said, well, but you seem to know this stuff. And so, yeah, I did. I could tell who could be trusted, who could not be trusted, who was going to stay together, who was not going to stay together, who was going to stay where they were, and who was going to move on. And I just kind of knew these things. Didn't know why or didn't know where it came from, and that's okay. Didn't know what to do with it either. And then as an adult, after years and years of seeking and looking and just exploring all the things that I could get my hands on, found some teachers, some really great teachers. So if any of you find that you feel like you're intuitive and would like to develop that, you can develop it. 
find a teacher. I do teach people myself to open up and communicate with those who have crossed on or angels and uh, archangels and ascended masters as well. So uh, find a teacher because we can all develop this gift. We are all born intuitive and we all can develop it. Now we can choose to use it or we can choose to turn it off, right? So just bear in mind that when a child is born and is intuitive and is open, they can learn to shut it down, but that energy has to go somewhere. Often it will go to insomnia, anxiety, depression, and just kind of this feeling of general unease. So not to scare anybody, but just know that this is a very normal thing that we're all born intuitive, and then we can choose what we do with that. All right. So in a setting like this, well, in any setting, when I'm sitting with a client and working this way, the information can come in one of four ways, and you may recognize some of these in yourself. There are four clairs. So the first is clairvoyant. We all know what that means. It's like seeing things, but it's not really seeing like we see with our eyes. It really isn't. Has anybody gone to like a Chiefs game or a big event and you had to find your car after? Right? Yeah, a lot of us have had that experience. And so what you're doing is you're trying to match up visual cues to what your memory is in your mind. So you're looking around going, and see, I know it was 4G. Where is that G? I know it was blue. Where is blue? It was next to a Bronco. Where's the Bronco? <laughs> and you're pulling up these memories in your mind, these images that are in there, and you're matching them to what you see with your physical eyes. So the way that clairvoyants typically see things is that we see them in our mind. So it's not, I don't, occasionally, yeah. I'll see somebody, and there's been a, I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but there's been a real tall man wandering around here. He says he's a lawyer, and he seems to be connected with this place, so don't, don't freak out if uh, you see that. But anyway, sometimes you see things with your physical eyes, but usually it's just in the mind. And also symbols. So symbols will come up, or colors, and these also mean things, but the problem is I have to figure out what it means. So, for example, I had a client, and his grandmother kept coming through, and I was getting a lot of information from the grandmother, and I said, I feel like she's trying to tell me her name, but I'm just not getting it. Um, I said, all I'm seeing are these little oranges. Does that mean anything to you? And the client said, well, no, but we were in Florida last week and bought some Satsuma oranges, and we didn't like them very much. I said, well, maybe your grandmother's just wanting to say that she was with you, she recognizes and wants you to know that there's a symbol that only you would know. So I, I said, I don't know, but I'm, I'm really just trying to cue in on her name. What was her name? And he says, Clementine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I get these messages and symbols, and i got to figure out what the F it means. <laughs> and so, you know, I start, might see something for somebody. It's like a tree. Okay, so how do you connect with the tree? All right, well, pine tree, how do you connect with that? So we, that may come up tonight. Um, so anyway, we see things, but maybe not like we see things. Does that make sense? Um, sometimes I say I see slash feel, or I see slash know. Which brings me to my second Claire, which is Claire Cognizant, which is where you just have an idea that plops into your brain. You don't know where it came from. Sometimes it's fully cooked with phrases and sentences and verbs and nouns and things like that. And then sometimes it's just the concept of an idea. It's just like, I know this thing. I need to find a way to put it into words. And then we find a way to put it into words. 
Okay, so that's clear cognizance. But again, it's like I know slash see it. I know slash feel it. I don't know. So then we have clear audiences where we hear. And sometimes we do actually hear a voice telling you something, which is really cool. Or you hear your name. Has anybody had that? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. Awesome. <laughs> Great. A lot of people. All right. So that's clear audience. Sometimes we hear a name. Sometimes we hear music. Like sometimes we hear maybe something that triggers something in us, or we just hear like angelic type of music. That's cool too. But just know that even when you turn on the radio and there's a song that all of a sudden the lyric pops out and you feel like it's a message to you, this is clear audience as well. And many of us receive in that way. So that's clear audience. And then there's clear, um, so we did clairvoyance, clear cognizance, clear audience. Oh, then there's clear sentience, which is everything else. So which is, we might feel butterflies in our stomach. We might feel just kind of like a knowledge in your stomach. Anybody know what I mean by that? You just kind of, it's like, oh, I got this gut feeling, right? That's probably a better way to say it. You get a gut feeling. You might get goosebumps, right? This is clear sentience. So anything that's not seeing, hearing, or knowing, sometimes it'll be a scent. My grandmother, my grandma Ruth, you guys know her. We've got, I've got cousins here tonight. Mm-hmm. So uh, my grandma Ruth always comes as lilacs. And some people, they come as cigar smoke or cigarette smoke or other scents that we might associate with someone. Mother Mary is always roses, okay? And many archangels um, are flower scents, but so clairsentience is anything that is not seeing, hearing, or knowing. Um, We can also just kind of feel somebody tapping us or touching us. We could feel a breeze coming through. So there's many different ways to receive. So those are just the common ways to receive. And if you feel like you are receiving intuitive information in your daily life, I would encourage you, pay attention. Because that's the way our guides work with us. Our angels, our archangels, our ascended masters, our loved ones even work with us in that way, is sending this, this information through the senses that they can communicate with and that they can use. They also will line things up so that you reach for the radio dial at the right moment where you turn on the radio and you hear a message for you. Or that you go to a restaurant and you say, I wish mom was here. And then you hear her favorite song. So I got huge goosebumps on that. Mm -hmm. So there are many ways that we can be communicated with. All right. And so... The way that I usually communicate with these uh, angels and ascended masters during a session like this is usually cognizance, also voyance, and sometimes audience. So a variety of different ways. And then sometimes people will say, ooh, I just got goosebumps with that. So you're receiving as well. Does that make sense? Anybody have any questions so far? All right. Fantastic. So another way that this is going to work tonight Sometimes the whoever wants to come through will make themselves known, and then I go and look for who it's for. So that can happen. Otherwise, uh, somebody will just light up, and then and it's not light up. They'll. It's kind of like if you've ever seen a movie or a TV show where they'll focus on a character, and then something happens, and all of a sudden they zoom in on that character, and everybody else goes in the background. <laughs> it's like that. So all of a sudden, one person is like. Vroom. And then I ask, well, okay, who's around and who wants to deliver something? All right, so not everybody will get a message, or maybe everybody will. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen. 
But it's not necessary for everybody to receive something because you'll learn just from receiving the, the type of messages that others do as well. Does that make sense? It's like we always are going to learn something some greater spiritual truth and it can be some of the truths that we learn in an event like this are very universal so um, even if you don't receive a message that's okay I think you'll still learn something all right any questions all right all right so now I'm just going to get connected the light of God surrounds me the love of God if you want to do this too you can just close your eyes and, and just focus on the heart center the light of God surrounds me, the love of God enfolds me, the power of God protects me, and the presence of God watches over me. Wherever I am, God is, and all is well. Okay, I'm going to run through a few things in my mind, and I'll let you know when we're ready. All right. Okay, right there, right in the middle. Okay, yes, pink shirt, glasses. All right. Um, they want you to know that there is a course of study that's coming up for you. Um, you're supposed to learn as much as you possibly can. And like, don't give up. Um, even if you feel like you're losing interest at some point, just keep going. This is coming from Mary Magdalene. Um, and I should say, on the way here, uh, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene came forward. And you get goosebumps? Well, I just, like today... Signed up for a course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, happy dance. See how this works. Yeah, like yeah. My heart started racing really fast. My arms started. Yeah. Okay. That's how this works. You have something happens in your life. Uh, you get. I don't know. You have a, an idea. You want to do something. Maybe even sign up for it. And then this crazy angel lady confirms that you're on the right path, and you're supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Right? do it you will not regret it and this is not the last learning that you're going to be doing but just whatever the next thing that um feels like it's it's right to do do it after this this is not this is not the end of the line does that make sense Right. Okay. So um, it doesn't feel like it's the first step. It's not like you're taking level one and then you go to level two and level three. This feels more like there's this thing and then there, this is related and this is going to set you up so that you can learn this other thing. And that's that, what's been though. Yeah. I got my Reiki one and then somebody said something and it triggered a thought and then I went on Facebook and the Facebook app was there and I'm like, okay. That's a sign, and then I saw the money amount, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I just couldn't let it go, and there was the day. That's great. That is great. And again, this is how our guides work with us. So you'll get maybe a nudge. Maybe it'll be that somebody says, hey, have you ever thought about taking Reiki? It's like, what is that? That sounds interesting. And then, you know, the second time, then somebody, maybe you'll see it on Facebook and you go, I was just thinking about that. Somebody just told me. And then a third time, somebody else would be mentioning it. So if it happened, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I always say if it's once, it's a fluke, although it's not, there are no flukes, right? Twice, it's a coincidence, although there's really no coincidences. Third time, do it. Yeah. All right. So when I took my medical intuition training, uh, I toyed with it for a very, very long time. And I sat there. It's like, submit. No. 
submit now. Uh, and then my daughter said, what are you doing? I said, I'm thinking of taking this class. She goes, well, what is it? I told her, she says, mom, you got to do it. I said, but it's so much money. Mom, do it. I said, but it's going to take me away from you because she's little. And she said, do it. And she says, come on, you've got to, you've got, so anyway, I did sign up. But you see how these things work is that you keep getting the nudges. You keep getting the nudges and then you act on it. All right. So it's specifically Reiki that you signed up for today? No, it's actually um, hypnotherapy. <gasps> QHHT? No, apparently. QHHT. No, quantum healing hypnosis technique? Mm-hmm. No, okay. it was going to be well, the William Mitchell program and all that, um, the National Guild of Hypnotherapy. But I actually want to do it for substance abuse and grief and maybe some NLP service for a um, practitioner. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Meeting. I don't know, I, won't, I just lost my dad, so I... I'm so sorry. I wanted to kind of, like, pay homage to him, and he struggled with substance abuse all of his life. So. Okay, that makes sense. I see him with a pipe. So, okay, he's standing behind you, and he's got, he's got a pipe, and he's like, yeah, do, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, so with this training, you're going to eventually lead to where you're actually putting hands on people, so, you know, through some sort of maybe Reiki, maybe access consciousness, maybe something that's associated with one of those type of healing modalities. There's a, one of the hypnosis forms that I do. We actually, like I'll put my hand on an attachment and I take it up to the client's mind. So something like that too. Um, so I just see you working with people where you're putting your hands on them. So absolutely do the hypnosis. It's a wonderful thing. Just look to see what your natural next steps are going to be. Um, you know, if you feel like you're flagging for whatever reason, just keep going, keep going, keep going. This is a this is a really good thing for you. I already got the rapid induction certification. Now I'm doing like the national field certification. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, keep doing it. Now, Mary Magdalene, she's great. She comes to me a lot. Sometimes I give her my voice so she can use my voice box whole. And she's all about personal growth and development. And you learn as much as you can and get up to speed because you're going to need it. Okay? All right. Whose horses? Horses show up a lot. Okay. Oh, I know you. We did a reading at the Mystic Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got this Ascended Master coming up. Uh, Una is O-O-N-A-G-H, and I don't usually associate her with horses, but she's saying that she's that, and so that's cool. Do it. I, don't, I, I think it was your husband was going to be getting into horses and stuff, right? So keep, and it's so funny, almost always in this group setting, uh, something, somebody's got horses with them, but we're in the Midwest, so I guess I'm not that surprised, but yeah, yeah, do it. Um, she's saying that he needs to do some kind of purification stuff himself. Um, she's talking about like detox even now. It doesn't sound like, it's not like the detox that you, that you would think of. It's like coming off of having to have a regular job, like detoxing from having to have a regular nine to five type of thing that he's needing to, um, just do, he's needing to spend some time with himself and spend some time by himself 
to kind of shake those cobwebs off of him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Like this. Okay. Big thumbs up. All right. We've got this gentleman up here. You're the only, we've only got two gentlemen tonight. That's so cool. All right. So Archangel Metatron wants you to know that all of the sensitive feelings that you feel, all of the sensitivities that you have to like uh, foods and products and even scents and odors and anything like harsh chemicals and stuff, want you to realize that um, it's okay to have those. If he's saying something like you feel like you need to make excuses for being too sensitive to stuff. And he's like, no, that's who you are. Honor that, you know, um, that you're not making it up. You really are sensitive to this kind of thing. And that he wants you to, to understand that you don't have to be like everybody else. Okay, your brain works differently. And that's okay. Does that make sense? I was just having a conversation with my sister before we came in here about excuses. <laughs> of course you were, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, don't make excuses for how you think. And, I mean, as long as you're not wanting to hurt anybody. (laughs) I don't have the impression that that's what's going on. But just the way that your mind works is not like the way everybody else's mind works. And that's fine. In fact, find a way to celebrate that. Find a way to live life so that that works for you to your best advantage. Right? You may have to refine the way that you work. You may have to maybe work from home or work online or something like that. But just know that that's okay. Okay? Archangel Metatron was, like I said, was the scribe Enoch from the Bible. He kept excellent records. Um, and now that he's an archangel, he oversees sacred geometry. He over, Yeah. Have you heard of Metatron's cube? It's this. I've heard of it. I don't know enough about it to make a comment. Sure, absolutely. Um, but sacred geometry is really the, the building blocks of everything we see around us and everything we experience. You know, the Fibonacci code and the Fibonacci spiral and everything, that's part of sacred geometry. Your sister can mm-hmm. show you some stuff. So um, Metatron's cube is some, it's a very sacred and holy type of shape that helps us um, like ramp up our vibration. Um, sometimes it's used as a Merkaba for transport. I'm sorry, sometimes I get really woo-woo, and it, it, just bear with me. Some of the stuff is woo-woo, but trust me, it, it, it all works. Um, so anyway, sacred geometry is basically the building blocks and the order of the universe, and Archangel Metatron works with that stuff, and he helps apply it specifically to kids, but you know, we're all kids, right? We're all kids at heart. So kids who have stuff like ADD and ADHD, honestly, it's really just BOY. And um, this kind of disordered thinking that we think sometimes these kids have, but it's just a different way of thinking. So Archangel Metatron has a very soft spot in his heart for people who think differently like that. He wants to help us find an order to it. And he wants to help kids specifically not be medicated because we sometimes just rush to medication too quickly. If it helps, it helps. But most of the time, we need to make a change in diet. And again, being very sensitive, you might 
find that you're naturally making changes in diet. But I would recommend maybe um, going to foods and products that are more natural, more organic, with no um, artificial colors or preservatives, even in shampoos and soaps and things like that. It could be it could be kind of harsh for you and your sensitivities. Okay. Honor your sensitivities. So anyway, Archangel Metatron helps uh, helps us work with people who have differently ordered ways of thinking and just going through life, right? So anyway, honor your sensitivities. Um, work with them. Find a way that you can work with them in your maybe your job, job, your you know your profession or whatever you do. Do you already work online? Uh, no, I do not. Part of the excuses that uh, I talked with her about was the fact that um, I don't have the job yet. Okay. So, been a little too laid back. The whole uh, <laughs> needing to step up and make changes is what I've been dealing with for the past couple of years. That That is fine. The thing is that sometimes we don't always march in step with the way the rest of the world works. And just know that there is nothing wrong with the way that you think and the way you express yourself. You just need to find a place that's going to honor that in a way that's going to honor that. Don't try to fit yourself in somebody else's mold, in other, way, in other words. Gotcha. Okay, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, sister, I'm going to ditch this. It's getting kind of warm. So, sister, Metatron wants you to know that it's okay to help and it's okay to help your brother and it's okay to step in, but don't you, it's, it's not yours to do it for him. Okay. All right. Let's see who else do we have? Cause you're lighting up. I keep seeing something in your back. Are you having back problems? Yeah. Here. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I was feeling like between my shoulder blades. Okay. Um, you carry on everybody else's stuff. It's time to let them carry their own stuff, their own burden. Do you do you know what I mean by that? Like, I think so. Yeah. It's like if anybody's got a problem, you feel like it's your fault. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. If anybody's got a problem, you feel like you've got to fix it. Okay. Um, so it's time to just let others have their lesson. Does that mean, does that make sense? Yeah. Let people have their lesson. Let people have their, their, let people sometimes make their own mistakes. It's okay. Sometimes the kindest thing we can say to people is no. And sometimes the kindest people thing we can say to people is, that's interesting. I wonder what you're going to do rather than, Oh my gosh, what can I do? What can I, how can I fix it? Right? So sometimes we just need to say, boy, that sucks. What are you going to do about it? Okay. Um, Mother Mary wants you to know you've got this. You're, you're totally fine and you can be nurturing, but not have to swoop in and do stuff for people. Okay. Good, 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 good. All right. Janet is one of my cousins in the back. All right. Um, you have such a lovely, lovely energy. And um, do you, are you familiar with Kuan Yin? Okay. Kuan Yin is Mother Mary of the East. And she is also very, okay. And she's joined by White Tara. 
white tarot. So, okay, so first of all, Kuan Yin is Mother Mary of the East. She is a feminine ascended master. Um, and just like Mother Mary, she's about nurturing. She's about wrapping people up in this nurturing energy. And then there's Tara. So Tara has two aspects, white Tara and green Tara. Green Tara is pretty fierce. White Tara is very nourishing and, um, you know, very similar to Kuan Yin. And so she's saying that sometimes you feel like, again, you need to do everything for everybody. Am I doing something to the sound? I don't know. I'm sorry that's happening. I'm not surprised <laughs> when we get all this energy flowing through weird things happen. So, um, it's this, it's the same type of message. Sometimes it's just saying, boy, that's really tough. Let me know if I can help rather than, Oh, that stinks for you. Let me do this. Right? So sometimes you're just needing to put a little bit of space. Okay. All right. And then back in the corner, Bailey. All right, you've got such a soft spot for animals. Archangel Ariel is coming forward, and she's saying you want to do all the things for all the animals. You can't save them all. <laughs> but what you can do is work on the environment. I don't know how much of that you do already. Uh, my degree is wildlife. Of course it is. So she just said, I don't know if everybody heard, Bailey said her um, degrees in wildlife conservation, right? So of course it is. So um, it's, yeah, it's yours to do to help the environment to make it so that it's more hospitable for all of the, the wildlife. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational, heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Archangel Ariel, her color is pink, and she, to me, represents love, but her real thing is wildlife. Her real thing is animals. And especially those in the wild. I mean, she, she'll do our, our animals we have at home, but her real thing is animals in the wild. Um, she's environment and all that as well. But she's love. Just So maybe switch from the, not switch, but just like, I don't know, just gently nudge toward environment in what you do already. So just nudging that way because we need your energy we need your, um, your presence and your commitment for the environment. You are a powerful force of nature, and you can help in so many different ways. All right? So even if it's just organizing a cleanup in the park, but, the, or, but we need you. Okay? All right. All right. Oh.
Okay, here with the peacock necklace, you help me carry my stuff in today, and I am very grateful. But you've got this um, this quest for for knowledge, the search for knowledge. Archangel Uriel is stepping forward, and very much like our our friend studying hypnosis, whatever you study, you're going to be um, just thirsty for more. So don't. Don't worry about running out of stuff that you want to learn because it's always going to be there for you. Um, your thing is more consciousness. You're more interested in how consciousness actually works, especially like on the different dimensions and the different planes, what happens when we die, what happens to our consciousness. You got it. You, you got this all. So whatever you want to learn in that realm, ask for Uriel's help. Uriel helps us with esoteric information but also retaining it okay so just pay attention to what lights up for you next like if you finish reading a book what am I going to read next well one falls off the shelf and then you see it and or somebody says hey have you read Dolores Cannon no I haven't but let me read it right so just keep your eyes and ears open for what's going to come next all right okay and then back in the corner you've got a flower shirt you're the one looking around. Yes, it's you. Yes. <laughs> so you've got Archangel Azrael. Um, Archangel Azrael and Archangel Jeremiah. Have you lost somebody recently? Well, uh, I lost my grandmother fairly in May. In May, yeah. Okay. All right. So Archangel Jeremiah is the one who takes our soul and helps us cross over. So he also helps us with the life review. So we all hear about, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I saw my life flash in front of me. I had a bad car wreck, but I saw my life flash in front of me. That's Archangel Jeremiah running the projector. He helps us review our life and see what has gone well, what we could have done better, etc. And then passes us off to Archangel Azrael. Archangel Azrael is the one who helps us get acclimated on the other side, who helps us just kind of come to terms with what happened. Archangel Ariel, I'm sorry, Osriel is also a grief counselor. He helps the ones who are left behind. He helps the ones who are in grief to come to terms. Um, he helps us like write obituaries and eulogies and that type of thing, but he also helps us with grief. Um, grandmother, I would assume, was was pretty, you know, maybe up there in years and Good for her. She's 100 years old. Bless her heart. All right. But they want you to know that she passed with some regrets. And she was holding on, like, largely to her regrets. Didn't want to let them go. And she's having to do a lot of work on the other side. Does not want you to have the same thing happen. So it's not a bad idea to do a life review. In fact, Archangel Jeremiah will show up for us, even if we're not dead yet, and help us do a life review. It's never a bad idea. You know, we come to a certain fork in the road, and then we kind of take stock of what's been going on in our lives. What do we do from this point on? So it's not a bad idea to do this life review, but definitely let go of the regrets. Let go of the regrets. Um, I keep seeing, like, Grandma's gallbladder does she have gallstones like had to have it out oh good because she's saying that she held on to all this toxic crap that's not those yeah that's not surprising 
Mm -hmm. Um, so many times that that will show up in like third chakra type of stuff, um, in like digestive, especially gall, um, and like spleen and stuff. We hold on to toxic stuff there. Also the liver will hold on to toxicity, but she's talking specifically about regrets. Don't let the sun go down in your regrets, you know, no, just appreciate everything for the learning that it has to show you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, actually, it's interesting because just over the past couple of weeks, I, I've kind of started that. See? See? So then you get this crazy angel lady giving you this message, and you know that you're doing what you need to be doing. Right? So just see it as a confirmation that you're doing all the things, all the things you need to do. Nice. All right. We've got dark green shirt, right? And yes, you. <laughs> All right. Um, hearth and home is so important for you. Um, having a comfortable, safe place where people can gather is very important to you because it's like that's your sanctuary. And there was something about like growing up, you didn't have quite the safety or quite the happiness that you wanted to have at home and that you want to create that. Um, just know that whatever you do with the intention of being safe and happy at home is going to bear a lot of fruit. You don't have to get things perfect at home. Just have the intention. It's, it, it feels like it's never quite right. It's like whatever I do at home, it's not quite right. It just, it needs to be different. It's not just Set your intention that you feel happy and safe at home, and you will feel happy and safe at home. It sounds so simple just to set an intention, but intention is really everything. Everything that we see created around us began with an intention. You know, the screen back here started as an idea. It started as somebody wanting to create something, and then it happened. That's a real simple example, but whatever we want to create in our life, we have to have the intention that we can create it. So whatever you're doing in your home, just know that I have the intention it's going to make my home safer, happier, and have more well-being here. And so it is. Okay. All right. And that is from that comes to you from our, from uh, Ascended Master Hesta. So she was the Roman goddess of hearth and home. Sometimes we call her Vesta. So um, yeah. Anyway, so that's nice. All right. We're not doing this tonight, but Grandma says hi. <laughs> gray shirt yes right here we're not doing this tonight but grandma says hi really she's been trying to get in touch with you for some time do you feel like you see like is there something that reminds you of her because she says she's been trying to get your attention yeah okay so for my grandma it's lilacs for one of my grandmas it's lilacs my other grandma she only comes to me in dreams but the other grandma is lilacs um but she's just like, her energy is so, um, like, subservient almost. It's like, almost just like a servant to the family. Other grandma. Okay, so that's not the, the first one that came up. So the other grandma. So this grandma is, like, saying that she was almost subservient to the entire family, to her husband, to the children's, like, waiting on people and, you know, putting her own needs back so that she can take care of everybody else. There's just this vibe of being very um, self-effacing and self-denying. 
All right. Like I said, we're not doing this tonight, but that's just who's showing up for you. All right. You're looking really puzzled. Well, I, I am. Okay. <laughs> um, just because I didn't have much of a connection really to either of my grandmothers. Mm. Um, and it's hard for me. Um, this is a very common comment. It doesn't matter. Right? Because even if we didn't, sometimes we don't even know who's showing up. It's like, that was my great-grandparents. I didn't, I never knew them. It doesn't matter because they're still tuned in to you. All right? And she's just wanting to let you know that that is not a good way to be. Just kind of like with the regrets back here. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. Mm, okay. We've got Archangel Raphael here for you. Hi. Hi. Archangel Raphael is the one who is healing. Okay. And he wants to talk to you about your own healing journey. Okay. So our healing journey can take place in many different forms. It could be emotional healing, it could be uh, spiritual healing, it could be physical healing. So he's talking to you specifically about physical healing. He wants you to watch diet. He wants you to understand, which again with the sensitivities, he wants you to understand what's, what foods you're sensitive to and try to avoid them. Uh, specifically what I'm seeing, and this is kind of hard, but what I'm seeing is dairy is not necessarily your friend. Oh, but I drink so much milk. She does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel so terrible all the time. Right? You're always sleeping. There you go. So dairy, of course, is, is milk, it's cheese, it's ice cream, it's all the stuff that is really, really good. But all the stuff that I eat. I know all the stuff that I eat. And so we Americans, you we have this what I call it the SAD, the standard American diet. And it's stuff that's really not good for anybody's body. Right? So He's saying that be aware of what triggers you in terms of like maybe sleepiness, maybe congestion, maybe brain fog, different things like that. Okay, he wants you to really pay attention to what you're putting in your body and knowing what it, how it affects you. All right, so that um, you're because you are also needed. You're needing to raise your vibration greatly. You're needing to keep your vibration high. Do we all know what vibration is? Anybody not? Okay. So a couple people. So let me just explain. So everything has an energetic vibration. Everything has an energetic frequency. And the higher our frequency, for humans specifically, the better we feel. Because the higher the frequency, the closer we are to spirit and the closer to, we are to who we really are as a spiritual being having a physical existence. So when we talk about the hierarchy of archangels and um, ascended masters and guides, so we hear humans in our soul soup or in our, our meat suits, I, what I call them. So we're here in our meat suits and we're, we're vibrating at just kind of like this eh, fairly low frequency. But then once we cross over, we vibrate at a frequency um, that's much higher and then this vibration keeps increasing all the way up to God. So each of the hierarchy along the way has a higher and higher vibration. 
We humans can raise our vibration. Now, how do we know that we're in a low vibration? We tend to feel sluggish. We feel sad. We feel depressed. We feel like not motivated or anything like that. But when we're in a higher vibration, we feel happy. We feel joyful. We feel connected. We feel like we got this, right? So many things can help us with our vibration. Um, Food is one of them. Okay, so seek things that make you feel good. And then you can raise your vibration because we need you. We need you to be happy and highly functioning. Okay? You're giving me this look. <laughs> this kind of puzzled look. Does, does, cookie cat, does, does cookies count as dairy? <laughs> Just maybe notice how you're feeling after you eat cookies. Notice how you feel. Do you feel sluggish and tired? Do you feel kind of... Ugh, I just don't want to I move. I feel like I'm at an ACD concert. ACDC? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, um, anyway, so you're needed to have a, a higher vibration. <clears throat> In fact, let me let me just mention a bit about vibration because you know we have this kind of a dense meat suit type of vibration. Um, when something gets to a higher frequency, we cannot perceive it. Like um, uh, what is that? Infrared? You know, we can't see it with our eyes, but it, it it exists alongside of us, but we just can't perceive it. Okay, so that's what a higher frequency is. It's something that you just we can't necessarily perceive. So that's why we don't see usually in our waking times archangels, ascended masters. I mean, sometimes we do, but these are beings in our loved ones too. Once they stop being physical, once they stop having a meat suit then they have a higher vibration, a higher frequency that we just can't perceive unless we know what we're looking for, right? So you're needing to raise your vibration, okay, and pay attention to things that make you feel like you're more sluggish and slower and not as happy because you're very intuitive, okay? And when you have a higher vibration, a higher frequency, then you'll be more in tune with the other side and to receive more information, right? So this is why, like when we're in deep grief, we've lost somebody, we're in deep grief, and we say, oh my gosh, why isn't mom coming to me? Well, she may be trying to, but we've got such a low vibration, we might not be able to notice it. But when we have a higher vibration, we may be more in tuned. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. So the, the... the beings that we know as archangels and ascended masters have extremely high vibration. All right, we've got back here a glass of short hair, orange top. Yes, you. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so this is a case where you lit up. Now I got to figure out what the heck your message is. <laughs> All right. Again, with regrets, you've got to let it go. Uh, in fact, you've got this like big neon sign over let it over you. Let it go. Whatever you're holding on to, you need to release it. You need to let it go. This is Archangel Michael who wants to let you know this. I feel like it's there may be some judgments that you hold on to a little too strongly. Judgments are pernicious things. We can hold them and not realize that we're holding them. All right. So work on like, if you feel like kind of a resentment or just kind of this hard thing against somebody, it's like, all right, is that a judgment? All right. What is my judgment about this 
this situation, about this person, about this book, this whatever it is. So, and it's going to help you out in the long run because I feel like you're, you may even have some stuff with the kidneys and, okay, what is, I have some stuff with, some, with parts of my body. Oh, okay. Cause I feel like it's, it's better. <laughs> good, good, good. Keep so working on is a huge thing. letting go is a yeah. huge thing, right? And now buff, white, puff, sorry, white buffalo calf woman is stepping forward. She is a peacemaker. She was foretold in some of the native prophecies that this white buffalo calf would be worn and would have this woman associated with it. And so she's stepping forward and talking about, she's showing me this peace pipe that you may be needing to let go of some of these judgments and build bridges with somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is going to be very beneficial for you. Um, She's just like saying that this, whatever you're holding on to is kind of a construct. It's like an idea. It's like you're not even holding on to a real thing sometimes. It's the idea, a concept of something that um, she's like, "You, you carry this stuff around. You don't need to carry it. It's not real. Okay. And it has to do with live people, not dead people. Uh, she's not saying either way. She's not saying either way. Well, no, actually, she's saying now live people. So needing to build some bridges there and let that S go. Okay. <laughs> kind of cleaned it up because of the podcast. But, <laughs> but let it go. Uh, and a word about letting that S go. Sometimes we need to sit with that S. Let's just say poop. Sometimes we need to sit with that poop. Sometimes we need to heal from that poop. Sometimes we need to listen to it. And then we can let it go. But, you know, you might not be ready to let it go yet. But just work on it. Think about it. Think about letting it go. And then work on letting it go. Because a lot of it, it's not, in, it's not that it's in your mind. But it's that you've got this idea that's not necessarily completely accurate. Does that make sense? Kind of like we hold on to, it's like, well, so-and-so made me mad because they did this thing. It's like, well, they didn't really do that thing. I just think they did that thing. So anyway, just release, let go, build bridges, peace pipe, kumbaya, all that stuff. All right. Who else do we have here? Okay, who who is it? Right here, blue shirt, Duluth Trading Company. Yes. Archangel Raziel. Archangel Raziel works closely with Archangel Uriel in terms of metaphysical understanding. He's got this beautiful rainbow hued color and all of a sudden this rainbow just like lit up behind you, but like a like a pride flag lit up behind you. Do you have anybody in your life who oh, Okay. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. He's spiritual understanding, but he is like making a point of showing me the rainbow colors. So love this rainbow person. Right? Let that let that flag fly. Embrace this person because they've come to do really awesome things and to enrich the community, enrich the family. Is that you? No, it's my daughter. Okay. And I have a nephew, three nieces. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's also somebody wanting to transition their bodies. 
So maybe even um, somebody's wanting to not like transition in the croak sense, but <laughs> transition, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but, but like maybe even wanting to transition their bodies and expresses a different gender. There's also some gender fluidity in this circle that you have around you. Gender fluidity uh, is like one day I feel feminine, one day I feel more masculine. Um, today I want to be she and her. Tomorrow I want to be he and him. So just keep your eyes open for some gender fluidity as well as maybe wanting to. In fact, it feels like this, this is the same the same person, but um, even wanting to maybe wear the clothes of a different gender or fix their hair or something of a different gender and maybe adopt a different name, go with it. Go with the flow. And if you have to have a whiteboard on the wall that says, today I'm feeling, (laughs) he and him, she and her, circle one, right? And and that's okay. Um, Know that that is all part of human evolution, Because right now, you may have heard of this big shift that we're going through, this big ascension that we're moving toward, where um, homo sapiens, which means like knowledge man or knowledge person, is going to homo spiritus, which is like spiritual person, right? So we're moving to homo spiritus and evolving as a race. And so this evolution, uh, of course, it doesn't happen all at once. It happens little by little by little. And we're evolving to the point where, you know, our gender is more fluid. Like in other places, on other planets, other dimensions, we don't have necessarily have genders. And we may be moving to something like that. I don't know. But this is part of the process, just having this gender fluidity and just that I'm a person. I don't have to identify. I don't have to pick one bit to have in my life. So, okay. So go with it. You're the perfect, the it's like the per- you've got the perfect understanding for this job to have these people in your life and to steward this, okay? And be that fierce person that protects them and advocates for them, okay? Because it's important. All right. All right. Who else is lighting up? Oh. Okay. We've got Archangel Azrael for you, too, here in the black and the gray. All right. So I feel, feel like you're holding on to some grief. I'm feeling like you're holding it on to it. This is going to sound weird, but in your liver. So, you know, work on, work on tra- helping that grief transition. So you can talk to Archangel Azrael. You can say, Azrael, I need help moving my grief. Um, he's talking about grounding. Do you know about grounding? Okay. So there's no way that you can ground too much. All right. So you're needing to do more grounding and just especially when you've got these big feelings, these big emotions coming up, like go, go ground, send it down to the earth because the earth can take it. All right. So you're just needing to stay grounded, give all these big feelings, let them, let them go, let that ask go. And when we hold on to this stuff in our body, then it can fester and turn into disease. It can turn into discomfort. So I'm feeling it specifically in the liver, but you may feel it. I don't know where you feel it, but you're just needing to release it from the body. You know, we've all probably at least heard of Shrek. He always says, better out than in. So, 
<laughs> Let it be out. <laughs> You're an energy-friendly person. Uh, you know, on the Reiki table, people will sob. They break into tears. They go, I am so sorry. I don't know why I'm crying. It's like, okay, you don't have to, under- you don't have to know why. You just let it out. Let it out because, yeah, better out than in. All right, so just let the grief, let the grief flow, and you'll just know that there is no time period for grief. You you know, we might think, gosh, it's been ten years. When am I going to feel better? When am I going to be over this? It takes as long as it takes, and sometimes we even feel like I can't be happy because I'm supposed to be grieving. Right, or I feel guilty for being happy. It's okay. Your feelings are your feelings. Feel them and let them go through you, and don't hold on to the really dark ones. Okay. All right. Good. I love that smile. It just feel, it looks free. I feel like the message is delivered. That's wonderful. All right. Back here, purple. I think you're Becky's daughter. This is wonderful. Becky, of course, owns the Tranquility Shop in Warrensburg, Missouri. <laughs> come and visit Becky at the Tranquility Shop fine line of crystals and books alright so um, yes I feel like you're a student as well um, but you've not quite found your way yep not quite found your way and that's okay Um, you're you're not you're like under 26 right because what they're they're telling me because I got a whole bunch of them stepping forward they're like it's okay she's good she's good she's good so you've got this whole group of ascended masters around you they're going about the age of 26 things are going to start to gel for you don't worry about it they're just like she's got this she's good don't worry about it and um, so, you know, that can, that can help your mom be off your back about it, right? <laughs> of course, you're going to want to make use of your time until then, right? It's not like, I'm just going to sit here and eat bonbons and watch Oprah until I'm 26. No, you know, make good use of your time, but just don't beat yourself up about it. Right? Because they're, yeah, you, that doesn't really do you any good. But just know that everything that you're doing now, everything you're learning now and experiencing now will come together. There is this wonderful novel called The Prayer for Owen Meany. It's by John Irving. Has anybody read it? Oh, it's good, right? So all this random stuff happens to this kid, Owen. And you think, how is this even one cohesive novel? It doesn't make any sense because everything is so random. But then, then at the end, there's this one shining moment. Everything comes together. Everything had its purpose. That's you. So about that age, everything comes together. And you're like, oh, that's why I experienced this and that and this and that because it all comes together. Um, okay, awesome. So you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. Um, so I'm seeing flowers around you. Um, you might look at Bach flower essences if you've never heard of that. No, okay. So a lot of the um, like wild oats type of Whole Foods type of shops, kind of the more sprouty type of type of shops, um, they'll have Bach flower essences. Oh, you've probably heard of Rescue Remedy. Okay, Rescue Remedy is a blend of Bach flower essences. But anyway, so this is this is like really good for you because flower essences, essential oils too, really work. A, they work for you. B, you get it, and you have an affinity for it. 
So the Bach flower essences, they are literally essences of like holly and jasmine and juniper and all these different botanicals, but they work on the emotions. Okay, and Rescue Remedy is a blend, excuse me, a blend that gets us out of stress. Yeah, and then we can even give it to animals. They've got an animal blend of Rescue Remedy, and it's, they've got a kid blend. But anyway, the, what's coming up for me is these, I, I just see all these flowers around you, all these different kinds of flowers. And so they're telling me that Bach flower essences could be really good for you as you're trying to figure things out. Not, not you know, if you want to make a career of it, that's cool because you can get certified. But um, at least to kind of help you deal with the emotions. I feel like sometimes you hold on to jealousy a little too, too long. And they've got a they've got an essence for that. Okay. All right, right here with the bears shirt, the bears, and um, I just keep getting nursing with you, Raphael's. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're looking at me like what? What are you talking about? But like doing stuff with like the medical community. Is that what you do? Okay, keep your eyes open because I'm just feeling like you're going to be doing that. So, and there's so many things that would be with, I kind of get in nursing, so don't rule it out, I guess. But um, (laughs) they keep making the the speakers click. That's so funny. But anyway, um, it looks like nursing, but it could be something else allied with, you know, the medical field, x-ray tech, OT, PT, something like that. You just kind of went, oh. oh. Well, I'm, I'm like super pulled towards science right now, like deeply. Do it, do it, do it, do it. But also like in a way of like mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So it might be tied to that is the only thing I can think. Well, keep, ex- keep exploring, keep exploring. In fact, I've got an identity here. Uh, Master Hilarion is coming. It's not hilarious. Master Hilarion, and he's the Kohan of the fifth ray of the seven cosmic rays. Uh, the fifth ray is science and technology and learning, and it's like that. Yeah, the sciencey medical type of thing is really good for you. So even in psychology, maybe it's studying the brain, maybe it's studying behavior, but in a quantitative type of way. Maybe it's studying psych meds. Maybe it's you know something all of the above. Right, but this is like really good for you, and just like the science thing, the medical thing is like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like getting pulled in that direction really like hard, but also I'm in a place where it feels like when you throw your stones up in the air and you want to see how they land on the ground for you, it feels like I'm in a spot where they're all up in the air still. So it makes sense that you're kind of not on one thing; it's just in this area. It's in that field. Yeah, you've. They're saying you've got time to figure it out. Um, you haven't known. In fact, they're saying you haven't quite landed on what it is. It's like you think it could be psychology, and I'm kind of thinking it may be something a little bit broader. Yeah, I'm getting pieces of everything. Yeah. Like all of that. Group. I don't know. It's really weird. You haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open to what feels right. And this is true for everybody, for anybody. Um, we can even, if we're not sure which way we want to go, ask your gut. You know, I do a class called Trusting Your Gut, and I did this one time for a group of businesswomen. 
And this one woman said, well, but I've got these two things that I can't really, it's like my gut's pulling me in both ways. I said, okay, well, what are the two things? She says, well, I could use a job. I could do this job where I'm using my degree and I'm doing this, or I could do this job that sounds like a lot of fun, but then this other job would be using my degree. I said, well, do you see what you're doing? You are not listening to your gut. You're listening to your head, but listen to your gut and just see what feels right. Feel your way around. So we talk about the Claire's. Yours is clairsentience. So clairsentience, yeah, that, that's the one where you feel it in your body or you get some sort of, it's like not a thought, it's not a vision, it's not a, a hearing, it's something in your body. The gut sense, the goosebumps when I'm yeah, on the right. I, um, I don't know, but not my heart chakra, but the... Uh, Solar plexus chakra? Yes, everything is there. Like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, pay attention. The clairsentience. Play, pay attention to how your body feels. Like if you get the goosebumps, because what I'm getting is full body type of feeling, too. So it may start in the stomach, but just you know, see what see what trips your trigger in the body, because that's your that's your truth barometer. Yeah, awesome. Very good. All right, who else we got? Who else we got? I'm feeling drawn over here. All right, white shirt with stripes. Okay. There is so much information in past life stuff for you. Um, Okay, so uh, this is Isis stepping forward with Magdalene. And this is going to sound weird as heck, but I actually did a hypnosis session with someone, QHHT session with someone. She was in the mystery school taught by Mary Magdalene under the pyramids. And it's, I know how weird that sounds, but um, there's so much that we just don't know still. Anyway, I feel like your past life ties are going all the way back to Isis. She's stepping forward and she's kind of claiming you as one of some, maybe someone in her votive, who, in her order, someone who helped take care of like the temple and like served in that capacity that is so strong for you. Do you feel compelled for like a, an interest in ancient Egypt and things like that? I know you're kind of looking at me like, you're crazy lady. But, um, but there was so much about belonging, about serving that just stays with you to this day. And it's like, you're trying to recapture that feeling of being part of this thing. That's much bigger than yourself and you've carried it with you ever since then you know we talk about life purpose which we always have a life purpose but then there's also a soul purpose and if you guys come on October 1st here in the tranquility shop we're going to anyway we're going to be doing a life uh, a past life regression and a future life and so sometimes we find that not only just a life purpose we have a whole soul purpose and so um, yeah it's like the soul purpose for you goes way, way, way back to this time when you felt so connected to a group, connected to something much bigger than yourself that you could participate in and serve, just like almost getting swept away with it. So in this life, it may play out in terms of like being really involved in your church or being really involved in some sort of group, some sort of sisterhood, maybe even a a sorority, but that that is important to you for reasons that you might not even understand in this lifetime. Does that make sense? Not really. I, I <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. 
I am a caregiver. I mean that, but that, you know. But then, and also, I was going to say, I have always had a lot of deja vu. So oh, that's cool. That kind of goes back. You know, not that far back, but there's so many things that happened to me that I feel like they've always have they've happened. Before. Oh sure. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing new under the sun. You know, all of Shakespeare's plays, I mean, they, it's all themes that we explore today. Really, there's nothing new to be discovered at all. But um, it just feels like community is, and being part of something that's bigger than yourself is very, very important. And know that that is something that you will always, in this lifetime, be craving and be part of. So even if it's the neighborhood gets together and we, you know, you take a leadership in your neighborhood or something like that. Just having the feeling of being plugged into a group that's bigger than yourself, that feels like service, like this big service. Does that make sense? Okay. Right. Okay. All right. And then we've got purple back here. Yes. Purple. Uh, purple T-shirt. Okay. Why are you lighting up? I'm supposed to ask you stuff. I'm supposed to ask you stuff. Um, what am I supposed to ask you? You've got some sort of drama going on in your life right now. Okay? I don't need to know the details, but somehow I'm supposed to ask you about this. I don't know. I, I, don't, feel like, I don't feel right about asking you with drama, but just you acknowledge that you've got this drama going on in your life. All right. And Ganesh is stepping forward. He wants you. Do you know who Ganesh is? I've heard the name. The elephant head guy? Yes, okay. Right, the elephant head Hindu guy? Okay, funny story. So Ganesh was with his mom. His dad had had left to go on campaign or whatever. His dad was going to go travel somewhere. Anyway, comes back many years later, and Ganesh is with his mom. They're bathing at the river, and here's the mom naked, and here's this, you know, like young boy, this young teen, standing there watching, and the dad comes by, and he doesn't know that that's Ganesh, and so he comes up and chopped his head off, and then the mom said, what did you do? You chopped our son's head off, and go, quick, go find a head, and for some reason, putting his own head back was not going to work, so he had to, like, he got an elephant head to put back on. So... <laughs> I don't make this stuff up. And <laughs> you can't make it up. So Ganesh has an elephant head, but his job is the remover of obstacles. All right, so you've got some obstacles in your way. You're a little too focused on the obstacles. Yeah, there are obstacles, but they're not as big as you think they are, right? You can step over them. They're not huge. You're kind of getting up, caught up in the drama of these obstacles. Well, a lot of that, I mean, it's just like, you know what, I'm not dealing with it, I'm going to back the other way, and it's still... You're avoiding the obstacles. Exactly, because I just, I'm not done. I'm not doing this drama thing, and getting too old for that stuff. And, you know, it's just, but it's like, you know, it's just crazy. It's really, it's so silly, but it's gotten so huge, <laughs> and it's just, I just walk away from it, because I just don't want to mess with it. Ask Ganesh for intervention. Just say, hey, this has become such an obstacle for me. Please remove it. But he's, he keeps saying that it's, it's, it's like a curb, like or one of those little block things that you, you know, in a parking lot. It's, and you've got it up here, and it's not. 
So just, yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, when we have drama like that, it's usually Pallas Athena comes forward. She was the, this Greek goddess of wisdom. And she usually comes in and says, detach from drama. But, um, or it's white buffalo calf woman saying you need to let go and make peace. But I'm kind of surprised to see Ganesh, but whatever. Um, but he's just saying the obstacle is a lot bigger in your mind than it really exists because there's so much drama attached to it. Does that make sense? All right. So, but just ask for some intervention. You might even ask, oh, I know, call Horus in. Horus is the falcon head Egypt guy with the big eye, you know, like the eye of Horus, um, which is a a really potent symbol. I'm sure Becky's got something here at the Tranquility Shop in Warrensburg (laughs) (laughs) with the eye of Horus on it. Okay, so um, Horus, of course, has the has this falcon head, and he's got this great vision over everything. And he's got a, you know, as he can see far, and he can see the truth of the matter, et cetera, et cetera. Call him in to help you see from a much expanded viewpoint what the truth of the situation is, and so you could see this um, obstacle more clearly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, we can call in anybody we want to talk to. We can call in anybody we want to work with. All we have to do is just say, hey, if you know the name, great. Horace, Ganesh, need your help. Help me see this clearly. Help me remove the obstacles. Or we can just say, hey, I need help. Who's, who's going to step forward? And then wait. It's not going to be immediate. And the help can come in many, many different ways. We just have to be open to it. Does that make sense? All right. All right. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.